Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with the line, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like that? Here we go. Oh, I'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum at Marion Barnett Joe's. We each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on KNON 89.3 FM on your dial. The voice of the people. So much to talk about, so much going on. It's wow. And I just, as I was looking at something today, I was highly impressed with the men of the Ukraine. I'm highly impressed with these men. Highly impressed. Here, one of the greatest military forces on earth is coming in to take what they have. And you've got men that are willing to die before they just allow the Russians to come in and take away from them. They're willing to give their life, and many of them is giving their lives over. I wonder about this. Black men, is there a lesson in this for us? That people don't respect people who won't fight back. But I guarantee you, no matter what happens, if Putin's still around, he's going to respect the people, the, the, those fighting men from the Ukraine. They're fighting back. Like I said, Whoopi Goldberg was right. That's not uh, white on black. White on white. Just show you how man is so disrespectful of other men. This is amazing. This is amazing. And these men are fighting back. Can we learn something from this? Will we learn something from this? People just run over you. They just run over you. You got Republican senators and Republican period running around talking about democracy all over the world. We want democracy. Oh, yeah. But they're not willing to give democracy in America. Why won't they have democracy in America? Why they don't want it? Because they know their old antiquated ideas are long gone past in the minds of the majority of the people. And in order for them to hang on to their superior place, they've got to cheat. If they got to cheat and can't allow the American voter to uh, say what type of government they want, which is a, de- uh, a democracy, then it, this is not. 
What type of uh, thinking do people have? What type of people? What, what, what thinking do we have in America? They don't want us to have a democracy in America, but they want everybody else to be under a democracy. What kind of mess is this? Talking about this, so much voter fraud in America, they, they know their line. People that's not running around in America trying to steal elections and everything, you don't have that. If anybody doing it, they are. They're doing it. We don't have people that some of them, you kid, you almost have to get a stick and beat them to the polls to get just to get them to vote. You think they're about to steal something? Steal a vote? No. They want to keep white supremacy. They want to keep this. See, it comes a time in life. Any of you out there have ever had a bully? Ever had somebody that picked on you? Was it ever somebody that every time they see you here they come? Gone? You know, whip you? Take whatever you got? Take your lunch money? For one while, they, you had them, it was so bad in America that they would even kill you for your shoes. It was just that bad for one while. Children were killing other children just to get their shoes. And still, if as long as you didn't fight back, you got no respect. No respect whatsoever. And as long as people can misuse you, abuse you, take advantage of you, and not give you the dignity of making your own decisions on how you want to deal with them. They make the decision for you, if you, and if they don't like the way the decision you made, they'll beat you up, and you do nothing about it. This is going. This will sometimes can happen daily. Really, it's sad. It's sad that we have lost. Wait a minute. I have to get my paper. What do I do with my paper? The number of people that have been killed. The number of young black boys that have been killed by the police who's supposed to protect them. Every time we turn around, there's a killing by the police. And I always say, well, we're going to see about it. We're going to take advantage of it. We'll we'll see how we're going to do this. We're going to do this and do that. And nothing happens. Well, why? Well, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of. Well, you know, you might be, as long as you don't do anything, it's going to keep happening in America. Here in Fort Worth, can't even get a trial for a rice, decent young lady. 
can't even get a trial. And you know, by putting it off this long, ain't nothing much gonna happen to that that policeman that killed this young lady. I'm talking about the Tatiana Jefferson situation. I'm talking about that. Still, nothing is happening. Nobody is speaking out. Nobody has anything to say in America about this situation. And you have to wonder, what is it a human being, how much can we take? And never show any resistance to the things that are happening to us. Not for us. Definitely not for our betterment, but for our destruction. Will we allow ourselves to be destroyed? I wonder. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Call us and talk to us. 972-647-1893. All righty, Pierre, let's get rolling this morning. Good morning, and we have uh, Andrew on uh, line one. Andrea? Andrew. 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 All righty. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Good morning, Deborah. Fine. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing absolutely I thank God for your show because you bring a lot of things out to the forefront. And, uh, you know, we don't have that in other radio stations here in the DFW area. At least talking on the positive matter. Uh, my hat goes off from the plane was Ukraine. I can pray and I can see the prayer was a ministry for the people of Ukraine, for the safety of the innocent young men and women, boys and girls and the elderly. Uh-huh. Here's my fear. We're trying to get another nation democracy and we don't really have oh, the true democracy here in America. We, if we do step out, fight for, as you stated earlier, we have many black men and women have been killed, have been picked off one by one to shut the rest down. And how can you fight for, it's just like a bully on your neighborhood. Right. Next door. He goes and he's bullying everybody else, but he goes down the street and he tries to help the ones down the street. But when he comes back home, people say, oh no, here he is again. I'm praying and I continue to pray and I continue to do work because it says, work, faith is dead without work. So I ain't no use of just talking about it and I'm not a violent man. But the thing is, there has to be a solution. I have a 10-year-old boy, and when he sees this, black men get killed, uh, police kicking in doors, and going in and killing them, and they barely do anything about it. It mm-hmm. takes a year 
to do anything about it. Now, change the change the change the uh, hand. I'll put on the other hand. If that was a black man that went in there and killed a Caucasian man or a Caucasian woman, man. He would have been hung, put under the ground. You wouldn't have heard about him, but mm-hmm. you would have heard about him. He, asked, he, he died somewhere or another. Well, see, you're so right about what you're assessing. They made sure they put a lot of fear in the hearts of black people when they used to take them out on Sundays and hang them and burn them. They'd leave church to go watch these. They call those picnics. And uh, it's left an indelible mark that only God can seemingly erase out of our minds. Uh, we've got to do something. We we go to church. We we pray. We sing. We we some teach, some preach, everything. But that fear is still there. It's, it ain't no use of me tap dancing around this. It's fear. Fear to stand up and be real men. Now, I know everybody knows that uh, those people then in the Ukraine, ain't enough of those men uh-huh. that, that can stand up against Russia. Everybody know that. You know, it's, yeah. it's like a, you're talking about David versus Goliath here. Well, uh-huh. but they are willing to stand up and fight for their self-dignity, their self-pride than to just let another man come in and take over their country. They're men enough to stand up and fight back. Now, do you think anybody respects a rascal that won't fight back? He's a coward. Nobody respects him. Nobody thinks anything of him. And... If we don't get any respect, it's because we don't stand up when we should. Now, it's time to stand up in so many situations in Dallas and Fort Worth, and especially Fort Worth, and all over, all over America. It's time for us to quit crying. Oh, my God, that's wrong. Yeah, we know it's wrong. Uh-huh. But what are we going to do about it? Yes. That's my question. I know you got to go. Uh, listen, uh, I have, I forgave my enemy. I, for, I, I forgave my, a lot of my brothers and sisters, my Caucasian brothers and sisters, and, and even my own brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. But when something is burnt into, you can forgive, but you cannot forget. I can't forget when I seen them shoot my mother down with a water hose during the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the water hose, the fire hydrant hose. Mm-hmm. I can't forget that when I seen the police shake the dogs on my mom. She wasn't protesting. She was going home from work with me. But they put her in the, the whole scenario as being a protester because of her skin. Now, that has been engraved in my mind. I, I, I try to forget it. But some things you just can't forget. Well, and here's I'm what, here's what, here's what. This is when, the, when it comes to the lack of knowledge of the Bible. 
when are we supposed to forgive? <laughs> are we supposed to forgive while people are still mistreating us? But if they have mistreated us and asked for forgiveness, or is that when we forgive? Which one is which one the Bible teach? When they ask for forgive, I mean, when we ask, when we forgive them, but they 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 have to they have to stop doing what they're doing in order for us to forgive them. See, we we get the Bible; it's all we get all mixed up and don't truly learn the Bible. Forgiveness comes after repentance. Yes. And 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 when it's, uh, when repentance has come, uh-huh. you can, it's up it's 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 our time to forgive them. When repentance, true uh-huh. repentance. But when somebody is kicking you, yeah, murdering you, yeah, and still you supposed to forgive them while they murdering you? No, no. no. you're supposed to defend yourself. Remember, charity begins at home, then spreads abroad. Okay, so those don't get confused. In the Bible, it does say, Bishop, Reverend, that you're supposed to give 70 times, that Jesus gave 70 times. Yeah. Those clarify that for us. Oh, if someone asks for forgiveness and they mean it, and then you forgive them, then they come back and do it again. Maybe they run into a different situation, they're angry at you again, here they come again, you're supposed to forgive them again. But while they're still beating your head, you're not supposed to forgive. Defend yourself. Yes, you must defend yourself, yeah. Thank you, Bishop. All right, thank you. All right. Exodus the line 972-647-1893. We are up against a short break, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- I'm going to kick it with mine. Y'all know All right, we're back. And you can reach us at 972-647-1893. You can reach us there at that number. We're talking about standing up for our rights. Now, we about to lose the right to vote. And when you got Manchin and Cinema, two Republican senators, one from West Virginia, the other one from Arizona, when these people can find an excuse not to give us our true freedom in America, I don't see how the Democrats can, can can remain faithful to these people. It, this 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 is a a terrible situation. We're in a terrible situation. We're in a situation that men uh, can be so angry with one another when they are of the same race or the same hue as the other. See. Brother, don't you mistreat another black man because he will kill you. He'll do damage to you. But let somebody of another hue mistreat him. He's going to be just as mad, but he ain't going to do nothing. 
Lord have mercy. What is wrong with us? Why won't we stand up for what's right, no matter who the perpetrators are? Why don't we stand up for what's right? I wonder about this. 972-647-1893. I'm sorry we lost a lot of y'all's calls. Special y'all calls. And so 972-647-1893. We want to take your calls. And when we see what's going on, yes, and when we see what's going on, we got to learn a whole new lesson. See, the only time you uh, get a black man that will call and start quoting the Bible and start talking what the Bible says is when he don't want to do something. <laughs> it's when he's afraid. I hate to say that. But it's true. When, when, is it, when we're challenged to do something to defend ourselves, we start quoting the Bible then. Uh, the, the, the Bible said forgive 70 times 70 and Jesus said and uh, you know oh, please come on let's quit being clowns and start being real men bring me a call bring them out so we have uh, Will on the line too Will Will alrighty good morning Will good morning to you yes huh? good right here you're on the air Yes, sir. First, I want to uh, commend you and thank you for having the willingness and the courage to speak up on uh, controversial subjects, regardless of uh, whose toes you may step on. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Even sometimes when I don't agree with you, I still appreciate it. I have a, mm -hmm. an opinion, and then I have something, a, a question I'd like to ask you. My opinion is, with this stuff that's going on in Ukraine, And, and I'm saying it's my opinion. Mm -hmm. It has all the earmarks and smell of Donald Trump being behind that. Right. Based on the behavior that he displayed in this country toward this country. Right. Hey, question is, I wonder, in the Republican Party, has those representatives forgotten that they're supposed to be the spokespeople, persons, for their particular state, not just for uh, that Republican Party. Mm -hmm. I wonder how would they react if uh, maybe some benefits contract or something went out across the country, but all those spokespeople from those various states that was against that, if they got bypassed when the, <clears throat> the contract, et cetera, got handed out. And I'll listen to your comments. Well, here's what... Uh You, you, and I've used it, but I, I don't really feel that. This term, Republican Party, to me is racist white America. That's what it is. Uh, they might hide with the Republican label and all of this and there. It's racist white America. For some strange reason, Trump was able to go and raise the ire of those and convince them you're going to have to get up and fight and mistreat people like never before to uh, sustain white supremacy. 
and he's done that. He's done that. He's behind, I believe he's behind the whole thing with this invasion that Putin is doing. I really believe to my heart he and Putin is together on this. They got some things they want to do with Ukraine. Maybe they can make casinos and hotels and whatever they're doing. And they will just take it. He, you notice he adores uh, Putin. He wants to be a dictator right here in America, just like Putin is over Russia. He wants this. And we got enough crazy people maybe to elect this man in 2024. He knows he lo- he know he lost this uh, the race in 2020. He knows he he he's not uh, 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 stupid enough to believe he won the election and he lose them by what eight million votes. <laughs> no fool can believe that. But he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows what's coming down the pike. And he's trying his best to change the course of history. He's trying his best to hold us down. And we're trying our best to act like we're really pushing against him and everything when we're doing nothing but acting just, just hypocrite. And that's that, all this. It's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to wake up. Like I said, I look at those fellas from Ukraine. I, I admire them. Hey, they gone. They went to their houses. They got there. They come out with their rifles. A lot of them don't have M16s, AR-15s, and things like that. But they have firepower to to defend what's theirs. And and Putin been shocked several times to know how hard these people are willing to fight to save their homes. Are we willing to? Are we willing to battle to save ours? 972-647-1893. Thank you for your call and comment. 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Uh, Mr. T on the line three. Mr. T? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Mr. T. Good morning. How you doing, sir? Fine. How are you? Doing good. So uh, I am not very big on politics, but I do want to say uh, not what? about law enforcement. About law enforcement, I am a big supporter of law enforcement. Um, I have friends and family. Uh, my wife has been in law enforcement for over 30 years. Um, there's some good men and women, black men and women, who work in law enforcement. So my my bottom line to that is we must know what they know. Part of our problem is we don't understand them fully. Um, I know there's a bad history. I do agree with that. But, you know, over time, we have learned a lot of things. And if we learn them, we can be able to better understand them. So that's kind of one of those things. So um, you want us to just understand them killing us for no reason at all? No, no. What I'm saying is, is that... Police officers should be held accountable for the things that they do. Um, well, let me ask you something. You say you're familiar with the police and your wife been one for 30 years in law enforcement. How, why did the police departments even start in America? 
Well, law enforcement goes back to a, a, a long history that started over in Europe. So No, 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 no. I said in America. Okay. In America, the oldest police department in America is New York. That's the oldest law enforcement agency in the United States. And that police department set an example for many other departments around uh, around us here in the city. There were police departments all over the South before there ever was anything in New York. These police, the, these these law enforcement officers, they call peace officers, whatever you want to call them, they were hired to capture runaway slaves. That's what. Oh, the, you're, yeah, you're referring. Yes, I know what you're referring to. I'm referring to the what we call police departments today. Okay. They were hired, um, and they still have that that mentality in it. Uh, well, I mean, as far as the historical part of it, there is some attitude there. I'm, I don't disagree with that. I'm not saying that it's not. But in, in its totality, um, I, you know, work with police officers that have done wonderful things for people. So I don't clump them all as a whole. Uh, there is some bad apples there. I do completely agree with that. But um, and from my are you willing to tolerate that? No, I'm not willing to tolerate uh, bad law enforcement. No, sir. Are but you I speaking up for bad law enforcement? Uh, negative, sir. I am not. Or what are you doing to stop it? What I'm saying is, is that we work with them. I train and teach people to help them to understand what the history is. So we can better understand what it is that we need to do. So there are laws enacted for that, but we just need to know what it is. So I do teach class. Uh, what do you think? What what, are you, what is your opinion? What do we need to do? Our opinion, first of all, we even know even need to understand what the law enforcement in this country truly, really is. Look, I understand the law, but I realize that I, hey, I could be pulled over and killed like anybody else. I understand it. Oh, I understand it. But that's not—that's nothing but an excuse for being afraid. That's an excuse for fear. And when you have fear and fear mongering and going on, you'll never get anywhere. We'll never improve. It's time for fear. It's time for fear mongers, really, to. Just go and admit it and get on out of the way. Yeah, but you, as you mentioned earlier about the praying and the Bible thing and how people don't do anything, um, I do agree with that. I just feel that because there's a lot of things that we don't know. Uh, I'm a police trainer, and I'm in that area, so there's just a lot of things that we just don't know. There are a lot of we things do. we do know, too. Yes, sir, I agree. I agree with that, and I completely agree with your topic. Um, I don't disagree with it. I do agree with it. That's why we wanted to make changes in that so we we uh, uh, hold police officers who do not do their job uh, are held accountable for those actions, and they should be. How many have been fired and sent to prison for for mistreating and misusing a black person or even murdering a black person? How many? Oh, that. No, there, there, there have been many. There just, there was just a. There have been many. Uh, 
Um, that I'm aware of, sir, yeah. You, you aware of many that has been fired and sent to prison for mistreating a black person? Yeah, there was just a court case recently where uh, uh, a lady who uh, mistakenly shot someone where she had her taser was just sent to prison just a little while ago. That was a disgrace before God. They gave this woman two years. I know who you're talking about. Gave her two years for killing a child. He's a young father, I think he's about 19 years old, who didn't have, didn't have a weapon or anything, and she's supposed to have gotten her taser out. There was no need, even the police around her said there was no need for even a taser, but she, instead, she drew her service revolver and killed this child. And basically, they gave her two years, which she probably won't serve over nine months in prison for taking this young man's life. Are you bragging about that one? No, no, 100% agree with that. And uh, I know other people who are talking about that from a di from a different angle, legal perspective-wise. But, yes, I Yeah, I bet you that. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that was something that she should have... No, she should have been held... I mean, she was held accountable for it, but not in that particular area. But as I mentioned before... Uh, on the topic of that, I completely agree. It's just that people that I have worked with over over my years, um, they, I mean, black people, black men and women have been good officers on the department. Yeah, but they're all not black. This is true. They are. Right. Most of them aren't black. So what yeah. are we going to do about those white ones? I'm not, I'm not going to tap dance around the white officers. Who really doing all these criminal acts to us? No. Yes, sir. You're right. What do you suggest we do? Yeah, well, something needs to be done about that. That's what I mentioned before about them being held accountable, sir. Yeah, hey, I got so you. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. Mm. Oh, Thank you very much. So I appreciate it. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Uh, Eclipse line 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Can we? Are we not, we're not going to have uh, people. Are we going to have people actually will come in and defend the police departments? This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Uh, please, 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 people. But call in defend me. I won't, because I want my audience to hear what we have out there. I tell you what, it's break time, and uh, we're going to be up against a short break, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're back on Kano In, and you can reach us at 972-647-1893. All righty, who do we have, uh, Pierre? We have Malcolm Robinson. Oh, the barrister is there. Yeah, on line three. All right, good morning, Barrister Robinson. Are you there? I can hear something faint there. Uh, what, yeah. Malcolm, are you, are you there? Attorney Robinson. 
have we lost him? Oh uh, yeah, if you like. Malcolm, are you here? No, maybe let's take another call and uh, he will. Uh, let's take call another call. Yeah. yeah, let's take another. Okay. Yeah. So All righty. We have uh, James uh, on line four. James. Yeah. Good morning, James. After we are calling in regards of the free food. Yeah. At Evangelist Temple Church of God in Christ, twenty six, twenty seven dollars free. All righty. Yeah. And we want to thank you yeah. for what you've done for the city and the state. And uh, mm-hmm. want, I want to thank this gentleman, O'Reilly Horse Department. He uh, stayed with boxes for us the food and to get to the people. And we want to thank him also. So we're having free food, 2627. Yes. That's fantastic. Free food, free food, free food. Yes, sir. And I'm looking at these gas prices and food going up like these gas prices. So I'm sure you ought to be swamped with free food for free food. And that's a great, that's a great ministry y'all have over there. Well, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Great Keep ministry. Keep us in your prayers. All right, sure thing. You do the same. All right, 972-647-1893. Bring me another one up. So we have uh, Bill on uh, line three. Bill? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Bill. Yes, good morning, Pastor Barnett. Uh, good morning, how are you? Okay, sir, okay, sir. Uh, okay. And how yourself? Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm wonderful. Good, good. Mm-hmm. I uh, love your topic. Love your topic this morning, Pastor Barnett. You, mm-hmm. always, you always hit the nail on the head every time. Well, uh, thank you. Yes, we we should learn a lesson from those uh, men in uh, in Ukraine. Yes, that's, 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 that's a lesson to be learned. Now, if they ever, I'm sure everybody that's uh, listening right now have heard of David and Goliath. And, you know, they're, and, they're, and that's they're, what that's what it is. They never know it. Yes. They might hit go live in the, in his forehead. You just never know. You never know. Uh, and mm. and they're 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 an example of patriotism right there. I don't want to hear the Republican Party said that they're patriots and they stand for America and this mm-hmm. and that. That's that, that's all trash. What they're talking about. That, yes. That's right there. Really standing up for 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 your country right there. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they're the first ones to run on that. Mm-hmm. On that uh, platform about patriotism and, and democracy and and uh, and it's 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 the furthest thing from their minds. They just they just they actually they they want uh, fascism. That's the that's party. right. Really, that's what and they really want. That's what they really want. Mm-hmm. And now they that's what they've always wanted. But now you know, ever since they got Trump, now they really bring it out and actually without saying it, mm-hmm. they're doing they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, I've got news for me. I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to let them take the country either. You know, we mm-hmm. have to stand up as as a group. You know, as, as people of color and whatnot, and, and or you know, any color, whatever, stand up for democracy and and have that fighting spirit that the Ukrainians have. Well, uh, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Yes. Huh? Is there much difference between what Russia is doing and what they did? Uh, on January 6th. We, we tried to put you on the air, but... Not one bit of work. difference. It's the same thing. Okay, hold on. Same thing. To me, it's the same thing. Yes. They try, 
they're trying to they, 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 overthrow they, they, the government. Even worse. That's why. Yeah, they overthrow the up. government, and they're actually were invaders, mm-hmm. domestic invaders to to the government, and it, and they try to destroy democracy, and they still that that's their number one. All these senators, all the Republican senators and and congressmen, and all these, uh, they should be. Well, they're not. They don't have any shame, so I, I can't say they should be ashamed of themselves. But they're they're traitors. They're all traitors. Mm-hmm. See, we we talk about Ukraine and what Russia is doing to it. Heck, it was done first in America, January six. Oh yeah, it sure was. But uh, I've got news for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, this old man here will stand up. To them, uh, I guarantee you that you know it just. It, I, I just that's mm-hmm. my point that I was trying to get across, Pastor Barnett. You yeah, know, we should learn a really? lesson. I have, I have. Mm-hmm. From the Ukrainian men, you know, from the Ukrainian people, standing up for what you know, what they believe, for yeah. their freedom. Mm-hmm. And we have we have to start doing it ourselves here, right here in America, right now. Not wait till they, they well, they've already invaded because they're from here. Mm-hmm. But. Anyway, Pastor, I appreciate you listening to me. All right, thank you. Excellent 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Here? All right, so we have Malcolm Robinson who just called back. You got it, you got yes. it, man. So hopefully we have a good this, connection that time. Yeah, the barrister is the barrister here. Uh, this. Good morning, sir. Hello, how are you doing? Fine. How are you this morning? Fine. I know this is not my weekend. I, I want to let <laughs> no, you know that. You're a caller. Yeah. You know, you can always call my show. Anybody can always call my show. Well, oh, 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 that's yeah. true, but I try not to uh, monopolize. I only call if, if there's something that well, I Well, you got something so hot you can't hold until next week. Just come on with it. <laughs> okay. Well, the reason why I was calling was regarding the situation in Fort, in Fort Worth, Tarrant County. Yes. And I want to uh, bring out a couple things. One, uh, there's a, I believe there's a district attorney's race in Tarrant County in November. All right. And I, I would like for someone to confirm that and who's running uh, from Democrat and Republican. And if we could get somebody from Fort Worth to indicate uh, what these candidates' positions uh, are regarding this this case and why this case is taking so long. Well, now don't we have some runoffs coming later? I'm, I'm around sure May or somewhere in uh, April. Isn't there some runoffs going on? Well, well it's in May, but I'm not sure if it affects the Tarrant County uh, District Attorney's race, which is specifically what I'm what I'm referring to. Okay, mm-hmm. but Red Barnett, one the reason, one the primary reason why I would call is. Uh, there's an organization, and I, and I, the Tarrant County Black Bar Association. You know, I'm a black attorney. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Tarrant County Black Bar Association is a local affiliate of the National Bar Association, just like the Dallas uh, mm-hmm. the alternative is. Yeah. And what I would like for any member uh, of that organization to clarify what's going on in regards to that Jefferson case because that is becoming a national embarrassment mm-hmm. for Fort Worth and Tarrant County. Mm-hmm. And the black attorneys, if there's any black attorneys out there in, in Tarrant, uh, Tarrant County or Fort Worth primarily, mm-hmm. uh, if they would call your show and try to and clarify what's going on, 
mm-hmm. and clarify what their position is, uh, if they have taken a position or what their position may be in regards to the administration of this case. All this right. is ridiculous. That's right. The judge needs to be called out, and I don't know if that his position is up for uh, election or not, but there mm-hmm. has to be some pressure uh applied and, and it should come from the legal profession. That's what we have the organizations for. Well I'm calling it, I'm no. calling my colleague out to yeah. take a stand Wonderful. on this publicly. Mm-hmm. So uh Karen County Black Bar Association, uh the members know who they are, some of the older members probably I may know more than some of the younger members, but they need to take a stand and they need to stimulate and activate other organizations to take a stand on this case. Well, let me ask you something. Don't do you think? Uh, I tell you, who seems to be some active uh, individuals that would do things if the boss, the, those lawyers there, no, black lawyers there in Fort Worth, was to go saying start recruiting some of those rappers. Getting them together to draw a crowd and go down to the steps of where the district attorney resides, where he, you know, where he... Where his office is. Yeah, where his office is. And just hold a huge rally down there and, 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 and call for him to start their trial as fast as possible uh, for this policeman. There's things that can be done, mm-hmm. and I, I, uh, I don't want to seem, you know, because sometimes the, the Tarrant County or Fort Worth feel like Derek Dallas would be condescending towards them, and, and I, don't, I don't think they feel that way. Well, but, I know, you know. I, I know uh, a lot of people. From Fort Worth, do you're so right. That's why I hate to try to do anything over there. They feel like Dallas people are condescending to them. But uh, come on, uh, 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 Attorney Robinson, this is ridiculous here. It is. It this, is ridiculous, and they need to understand that it is a national embarrassment. Yes. They 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 calling them out more and more, and the Tarrant County Black. Uh, Attorneys Association, who is a local affiliate of the National Bar, need to understand that as it gets more public, they become more of a focus mm-hmm. from the national organization. They they'll be having their convention and uh, uh, this summer, and that issue about this case is going to make is going to come up if it hasn't been resolved by that time, and they need to be prepared. To report to the national organization what they're doing, if anything, in regards to organization, put pressure on this case. These are black. Where, where will their national convention be held? It's going to be in uh, Memphis this year. In Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, they're going to focus on voter rights, and you know they're going to focus on a lot of things. But these cases is going to be of high focus, mm-hmm. and in, in states where they have black attorney generals such as right. Minnesota, such as uh, Nevada, mm-hmm. uh, is going to come, uh, is going to be, 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 they'll be focused on that. But they're also going to have focus mm-hmm. on black attorney general 
in Kentucky too, cause he's, he's oh yeah, he, he he he's ridiculous. Yeah, he's an embarrassment. Oh lord, he's he he <laughs> he may be the worst embarrassment in the whole nation. That's right, but you know, <sighs> but you have a lot of good attorney generals. The one the one in New York. I mean, there's a lot of them yeah. that have taken stands and focused <clears throat> on this. And the Tarrant County Black Lawyers Association, they need to make sure that they are organized and put focus on this case. And that's all I'm going to have to say. Mm-hmm. I hate to call them out, but I need to because it's an embarrassment and something needs to be done. Definitely so, definitely so. This is, you know, I've never seen nothing like this one, though. The man didn't even know, who I guess he didn't know, who was in the house just shoot in there and kill a young lady she's you know uh, a, a young uh, black woman she knew he was in a black neighborhood and he said that was the reason why he was so afraid well he needs to pull a badge off if he's afraid to go certain places well you that know just, I, I'm sure there's certain there may be certain facts and information in the case of, uh, that that are not public uh, and we're not aware of, there hasn't been a focus on it that may have something to do with the slow pace of, of it. But, you know, I recall there was some friction apparent with, within the family at the time that this occurred. And, uh, you know, both, everybody pretty much deceased. The father died and I believe the mother died as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who all in the family is, is pushing the case. And that may be part of the problem, too, because it might be uh, uh, dealing with whoever the estate is. So I, I, but whoever it is, they need to get some uh, focus on this. I, I don't know. I think there may have been a, some civil lawsuit that was uh, settled uh, against Fort Worth when, when that the, uh, the prior mayor was there. And I remember her mention, mentioning something. And, you know, I, I never really supported her. I thought she was a little... Whatever, but anyway. Well, so, but 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 now let's be for real about this. Had this been vice versa, had she shot in the house and killed him, he was there minding his own business. Do you think some family could be holding up a trial? Would have been holding up a trial on her? No, because no, because it's the it's the district attorney that is supposed to advocate and push the case for the people. Of, of the state of Texas and Tarrant County. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what the family's position is, that's a that's a murder. The DA is one that's supposed to be doing that. That's why I say they need to focus on that DA. DA's right. Out who's running. Uh, do you know the DA of uh, Tarrant County? I don't know. I don't know who the DA is. <laughs> and that right there might, I mean, I, I don't know the DA. All I... I I've heard of certain things that they, you know, they, they're a little shaky on the civil rights side and a little stronger when it comes to advocating against black defendants. And that's just like word on the street. So I don't, I don't practice that much in, in Tarrant County. So, uh, I mean, like, and this is sad for what is fourth or fifth largest city in Texas. Something like that. It's between Fort Worth and Austin. So Austin might be a little bit bigger, I, I know. But it's one of the largest cities in Texas. It's, it's and what? an insurrection like this is happening before the whole state. And, it, and you know, and you know, uh, you know, Fort Worth <laughs> was was uh, you know they one of the cities that were targeted because they had a very racist 
police department, right? The whole criminal justice system mm-hmm. is, is is suspect and is not really welcoming to African Americans. And uh, when Obama was president, Obama they they put them on. They were one of these cities that had to have a, a consent decree regarding treatment of African American mm-hmm. police officers. And that's right. And and. And I, I'll say this, and I'm going to hang up. Yeah. I, I have a hard time understanding uh, the position that that caller, I, I, say, I think he's a police officer, mm-hmm. uh, understanding the position that it appears that he was taking. I'm not sure. Uh, I tried to get a, you know, get some idea whether he was, whether he was trying to be defensive. I, I really don't understand what his position was. Maybe at some point he'll call back and, mm-hmm. and outline what he really is saying in regards to what you were talking about, the police mm-hmm. department. I mean, that's so well, obvious. Well, I, I just think uh, we play games too long. We, we we play games along trying to defend this and that. I've gone past my time. I, uh, yeah. I, I gotta, we got to take a short break. And uh, you all can reach us at 972-647-1893. And we're taking a short break, and we'll be right back. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. Here we go. All right. We're back and ready for our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host, and want to invite you tomorrow morning, 930 on Marion Barnett Senior Facebook tomorrow morning. Heavenly Joy Church, have become have service with us. Come enjoy yourself with us. Enjoy the Lord with us tomorrow morning, 9.30 on Facebook. Marion Barnett Senior. All righty. Hope to hear and see all y'all tomorrow morning. All righty. Who do we have, uh, Pierre? Eric and uh, Langin too. Eric, oh boy. Good morning, Eric. Eric, is he? Yep. Is he there? How you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm blessed. Still, I'm I'm working hard and and training. I've been doing it for a while, all my life, so I can't stop it. You've been training all your life, huh? You know that that's just how I do it. I wake up and. Do what he has to do. I work four hours a day at the groups that I go to back then off of Kenwood's in 67. I mm-hmm. clean, scrub, wipe toilets, and clean up behind people and things like that. I like doing I'm good at stuff. Like I'm good at using my legs, lifting, construction, loading truck, truck, assembly work. I did that. I did a lot of work. Like I said, kid a girl temporary age when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Painting yeah. houses, cutting yards. I did a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So, but my main focus was boxing. I was running my 25 miles a week, you know, going to the gym, working part-time at SNU College, working in the dish room. I had a lot of jobs. I ain't never made over $5 an hour, Bernard. Never in my life. Been well, they, ahead, they uh, cheating you. Uh, the minimum wage is, what, about 7 35 no, 8 no, something? Last, last time I worked was 205 at McDonald's. Two oh five. I work right now. I do. I don't get paid for I work right now. I do volunteer work. You don't get paid for working now. Uh-huh. No. Well, I, do, I told him when you I got a lot of energy, and you, you got 
I'm sure there's a whole lot of people could use a good volunteer. So yeah, give <laughs> you want to give out your uh, 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 something where you, they can contact you. And you this, no, this is what I told him. I told him when I get back in the gym next year that I wanted to get on their food on a part-time permit. They said, yeah. When I get back in the gym next year, they're going to let me work their permit. Yeah. I already talked to them about it. It's called yeah. Agape Adult Daycare Center. Off of 67 in Camp Woods. I've been doing it like a year and a half now. Okay. So everything's good. I'm that's good, good. Day. Yeah, you. that's good. You work in the daycare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. that, yeah, yeah. That, you know, don't get in that ring. You just work in the daycare. No, I man. got to get in there and burn it. That's how I do it, man. I, my amateur <laughs> trainer Taylor always. You know what he told me? He used to bring films of Sugar Ray Robinson. Told me he was gonna make me like Sugar Ray Robinson. Sugar Ray Robinson had two and some knockouts, with like what two or three losses. So I could be a Sugar Ray Robinson. But, but, but when Sugar Ray was doing that, he was in his twenties, thirties, and early forties. you to go get in that ring and fight, they they would have to hate you. Cause but what about when you got a war going on, people killing? What come I can't do without Well, now, if you were in a war, you would no probably gun. have a no weapon. Gun. But I ain't got no gun punning nobody. I ain't pointing no gun at nobody. I ain't threatening to kill nobody. I just want to live a productive life like everybody else. This kid was given to me by God. I got to live. I don't want to live in no When the last time you fought? It's been a while. Yeah. Last time I sparred, my trainer Curtis Coast was living about three years ago. That was yeah. the last time I sparred. Yeah. But you understand. You still don't understand like mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. got it like that, remember that? Yeah. Until you see it, then you'll say, oh, man, he told me that. These people don't understand that boxing is not like it used to be no more. All right. Okay. Thank you. I used to box and I've been 60, so I know. But I thank you for your call and thank you for your encouragement. All right. Yeah, All, right. All, right. All right, thank you. All right, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. 972-647-1893. All ready? Who do we have here? Dave is on the line three. Dave? Yeah. All right. Good morning, Dave. How you doing, Fine, how are you? Well, I'm 
Oh, I got peace of mind. Brother Barnett, I know you know what I'm going to talk about. For mm -hmm. 5,000 years, Magog, Gog, and Tubal have fought each other for power, have conquered every black nation of people, give them their God and their government. When we go into the Bible and call them the name now, may God, God, fall is who the Bible called yeah, America's great place. Mm -hmm. See, then you get a good understanding of what's going on. Well, see, this is Magog moving on Ukraine. Magog in the Bible is Russia. It's it's there. It tells. They, they, the Bible tells you what they're going to do. Yeah. The Bible tells you that these three tribes of Germanic racial people are the most evil people in the world. they warlords. Well, and they, the Bible gives them another name. They're called Gentiles. Gentiles. And here you yes. running, here you're running around calling yourself a black Gentile when you call yourself <laughs> a Gentile. You call yourself in America when you call yourself a black African America. You saying you him. You're black Gentiles. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> when we was Negroes that was colored people, we didn't call ourselves Americans. But when you call yourself a black African-American, it's 42 million of y'all now, then you saying that I am an American. I believe everything that Magog, Gog, and Tubal has taught me in school. I believe in their God. I believe in their government. I believe everything. And that's what you got now. And you ain't going to have... So, so you're saying the name uh, African-American is giving ourselves the name of two Gentiles. Amerigo, Amerigo Vespusus, and, uh, and, and you go on to get that African, CPO African canoes, and uh, you're giving yourself the name of two, two Gentiles. That's what's wrong with somebody that look like me and you. He ain't gonna fight. He ain't gonna stand up and fight for his right cause he's an American. He ain't gonna fight like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Stokely Carmichael and Ralph Brown. He ain't gonna do that because he's an American that's a black Gentile. In other words, he suffers from the curse of him. That's what I call it. Well, now, <laughs> now, Meatball, you know, you, you've got a point there. When you really think about it, we have a double Gentile name we placed on ourselves. That's something to think about. It's true. I agree with you all the way on this one. I agree with you. That's a double, a double, a double Gentile name. Wow. Mm -hmm. Man, you've been doing some deep thinking. Okay. In 1838, in Boston, Massachusetts, was the first police force here in America, the, the guy that gave you New York, New York was in 1845 and Chicago in 1851. Those police departments was established for them mob, the, the uh, migrants had all them gangs up there and for runaway slaves. Mm -hmm. And then, in, 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 especially in the South, they would call them vigilantes and militants and everything. You got to understand that it was 1970 for somebody to look like me and you could arrest a white man in the South. 
<laughs> I remember these brothers here in Dallas. They would see the white white policeman ride by, but anytime you seen any a black a black policeman, he was walking, and sometimes he'd be walking with his prisoner. And you know, uh, these things happen in our lifetime. Uh, uh, me, ball. It it's, these things. These are things we can. We old enough to remember. It hadn't been. Right. Hadn't cha- you can't, it hadn't been changed that long. Uh-huh. You, I say you can't job us about it because we lived it. Yeah. In, in mm-hmm. the, in the, when I got out of the service, they wanted me to be a policeman in Crockett. My daddy told me he'd shoot me. He said you can't arrest <laughs> no one. You got to come over in the black community That's right. and arrest them. That's right. They they put a, they put a black policeman in my hometown, and every weekend he'd always have to whip somebody, you know. Right. Until he met one fella there, and uh, that fella whipped this guy, this policeman, so bad. I tell you what, that broke up that job. That 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 that, that broke it up. That broke it up. It's, and uh, there are those might be some people from Heron, Texas, listening right now. They know what I'm talking about. They, right. they, they got to be some real grown folk. But uh, it happened. It happened. So we see, we, we should always, any time, and I'm not putting any policeman down. It's a dignified job, I guess. I guess. Uh, for any person... But I know what it was founded for, and I know the mentality they have today. Why really? do you think you got to be that? Why you got to have a black police union, a Hispanic police union, and a white union? How come you can't be one? Well, see, that one answers itself. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> you don't even have to pose a question for that. That answers itself. Now, they, they're supposed to be in the same prisons protecting the people, protecting sir. But they got to have unions and everything to protect each other from themselves. There's something's wrong. You know that. So it answers itself. We're not fools no more. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. not fools no uh, Okay. All right, buddy. All right, thank you. Uh, that clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? Um, so we we have Beverly on our line four. Beverly, all righty. Beverly, good morning. How you guys doing this morning? Fine, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fabulous. I'm still on this side of the dirt. You know what? Mm-hmm. The whole system, uh, the whole political system, the whole system needs to be redone. Mm-hmm. It needs to be redone. I know you can't change the Constitution, but you can amend it. Okay, mm-hmm. he was talking, the caller before me was talking about how uh, they have their own police, uh, black, white, brown. Okay, mm-hmm. same way it is about the lawyers. You can't call the... You can't call, what's the name of the big lawyer, the state bar of Texas, to get a black attorney. I've mm-hmm. never been able to do that one. No. And, and, and back to this young lady that they are not doing the case. This is all political. They, they, do this, they know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. This is all political. 
They don't do nothing until it's time to vote them in. Then they want to bring it up. No, you need to handle this stuff in in a manner of respective time. Now, do you live in Fort Worth? Do I live in Fort Worth? Yes. No, I do not. I live right here in Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe, uh, well, somebody in Fort Worth, call and tell us, is there a, a district attorney race going on in Fort Worth? Is there a runoff? And let us know what's going on in you Fort know, Worth. I'm, I'm looking at how we've had black, uh, black uh, district attorneys. They know good. They, they have to move them around because when they come in and see the corruption and try to correct it, I analyzed a long time ago. America don't want you to be right. They want you to be wrong. They don't want you to be right. We, they are, oh, it's just unreal to me. Mm-hmm. And then the way they suppressing your vote and not doing the vote, this, they've been doing this all along. I told my mother this before it was when I was still in junior high and high school. They've been doing this all along. It's, this is exposure time, people. Well, they used to do it with what they called the poll taxes and then literacy test. Look, I'm up against a short break, and I thank you for your call and comment. And uh, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back on church information and open for uh, again. I invite you to worship with Heavenly Jar Church tomorrow morning, nine thirty. All right, on Facebook. Marion Barnett Sr. Call us and just worship with us tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Alrighty, alrighty. Let's see. Did we get that call in? Yeah, uh, yeah. we we have a Red Ghost on line three. Red Ghost on three? Alrighty. Good morning, Red Ghost. Good morning, Pastor Barnett and KNON listeners. Uh, appreciate everybody out there that pledged. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Everything happened in those three weeks. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, uh, hey, uh, sorry, I'd like man. to uh, collaborate on some of the things that's going mm-hmm. on okay. in uh, 10th Street Historical District and stuff like that. Yes. Uh-huh. And it's, just, it's almost the same thing as a quake. Uh, the Russians taking over. You know, in, in our neighborhood, as boys as trying to rebuild and stuff, we've been doing this ever since 19, really, 1980. You said the restaurants are taking over? Huh? You said restaurants are taking over? No, not the restaurants. It's oh. just the, uh, the, 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 the uh, business, the different types of business and different types of things that the city is in, inclined to do in that area. Because mm-hmm. we was we was doing an Operation 10th Street. It was a, pro, it was a nice little program in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Operation 10th Street, where they was leasing the people property, mm-hmm. and it was really getting ready for the park deck. You know, where those people over there can have a, a, a nice facility uh, where they can bring in people to lease their property and stuff like that. At just like you do up in uh, up in the Bishop Arts area, mm-hmm. the park deck bridge. And now they have changed everything with the people of that community, and they want to give them 
deals about fixing up their houses, but the Spanish people have already came in and put brick around their houses when we couldn't even do anything. I live in the bottom, and I live in 10th Street. We're the only last business in that area, mm-hmm. and and uh, we, we, we went into a community service with the schools and, and with the uh, recreation center. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's just it's just like our attitude to this program a long time ago when we had uh, Leo Cheney, uh, 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 John Wiley Price, uh, 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 Democrat, uh, with, um, back in the day, as far as that. And we, I have always had Ken Lynn inside of 10th Street Historical District because mm-hmm. it was founded by uh, a black young man that I thought. Uh, Garner, uh, I might get the name wrong, um, but it was founded that way. And I started with them a long time ago at, with Acorn. And we've been pushing Clinton Street and we've been pushing the things that's been going around in that area. Mm-hmm. So I am dealing with the city is coming out on the 28th of this month at my mom's beauty shop where we've been working and trying to get things done and been using space for pop up market. Uh, uh, activities and stuff like that for the for their community, mm-hmm. and this is uh, something that I was I was I was asked to do, but like I say, the time frame ran out with I with I uh, city council people Caraway and Mrs. Ong. It, it, it has changed. She don't know any community artists, and I'm on the front street of Hutchinson. And when we got those paperwork, when we got started with this thing. They was building Hutchison Slope with different types of artwork activities, along with the students over the auditors. Uh, uh, and, and we had a nice thing going on, but with the change of the neighborhood, where now I have to do certain things to my property, where we've been waiting for a long time to see if they was going to keep it a historic district. Now the man is down there building his houses the way that he want to build his houses. Now, so you're saying uh, gentrification is getting you down there? No, it's not gentrification. We're not going to leave. It's not gentrification. They can build on those people's property. Those people are already gone. Gentrification uh-huh. is only... There's a lot... It's, it's big, nice new houses being built off in that uh, big, nice, big, nice new houses not even looking downtown. What you want a big old house for and you can't even see? You got windows boarded up. You don't have a wall boarded up and you can't even see downtown Dallas. That was supposed to be a highlight. You're supposed to see the skyline of Dallas. These houses, you go down there and look at these houses. These houses don't even have windows, big, big picture windows to look downtown Dallas. That's crazy. It, it don't mm-hmm. even make sense. But you, that, are you that, not that, for that uh, uh, renovation that's going on down there? Uh, you're against it. Yeah, it's just Bunnett, Red Bunnett, They just building a ghetto. It's just building a ghetto. That's all, uh, renovation, new houses, and new parts, new property. Uh, where they took down everything else. It's, the bottom is going to always be the bottom. They're not going to let those people with those new houses have the view of downtown. They're not going to do that. You get in a house down there, and you're going to be looking up the hill at town view. You ain't going to see very little downtown Dallas. So pass through that with your listeners, and this is a part of what's going on. You've been advocating for righteousness in Dallas, and here we are right here in the bottom. We are in the bottom in 10th Street. And I invited you down a long time ago to come down and 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 look at this thing. When we I went down and looked at it. That's where I saw the new new houses. We had a deal. Yeah, we had a deal called Operation Ten Street, where you came in and they had a parade. They had different functions. Mm-hmm. They had different things that where you would saw the benefit and the beauty that they was getting ready to do in Ten Street. That yeah, you came down there, but you didn't come and visit 
where you have an alumni center. You don't even know that you got an alumni center. You don't, you, I, I mean, that's what my mom left, left, left me one-sixth of my property to make it an alumni center for KNON because I was a part of KNON along with the uh, Harambee Festival and along with uh, Junior Black Academy of Arts and Letters. Now it's known as uh, Black Academy of Arts and Letters. So we had this in our neighborhood, those three powerful things as far as representing black representation of Dallas and Oak Cliff. But now it has been wiped out, and, 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 and as far as not wiped out, not gentrification, they're only moving you because these are a group of people that want your property. It's not the city of Dallas. If you go by the rules and the laws of the city of Dallas, you don't have to move. All you have to do is do what they ask you to do and bring up your property. Why do we have to sell to somebody else that's just going to flip the houses and do what they want to do? You can't get that. They want to buy your property for the value of taxes, and they're going to flip for three or $400,000. Why come you can't get three or $400,000 or even a million dollars for your property? This is mm-hmm. so valuable. So I don't call it gentrification. I call it just people down in Dallas that's doing this, and they own these programs from recreation centers. Those big new homes, who own those homes? Uh, I don't even want to say because they came down here and fooled everybody down in the neighborhood. They, they, they can be whoever houses they are. You don't, don't know. You, you don't know who owns them? We don't know. They, they call Heavenly Homes and they can call Hanover Homes. They can call Golden Gate Homes. They can be anybody home. These people are working together and that's, that's what they're supposed to do. But the people that's down in the bottom don't work together to try to fix up their house because we waited for almost two years when they decided to have 10th Street as a, a historical district where we had to figure out if we can fix our houses up with the historical uh, 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 quotation of what you have to do. You know, what you have to do before you go in there and fix your house up. So now here we are, we're in limbo. Now they can put up brand new houses, but intensely, we, we, we're trying to get a grant to fix up their house, and they've been doing this since 1983, long before Miss McKnight came in and made a historical district. It's, it's crazy on what they're doing to the people of 10th Street, and we supposed to have been having our roads built. we supposed to have signs and everything. Now, is 10th Street, that part of 10th Street, running through the bottom? Uh, the 10th, Street, 10th Street in the bottom, uh, Reverend Barnett, if anybody ever came to Dallas, anybody ever came to Dallas in the 80s, they know that 10th Street, the bottom. Bottom is only the bottom of 10th Street. That's, that's all it is. It's the bottom of 10th Street because you're going mm-hmm. down the hill. Okay, now you can go yeah. up the hill to the height. That is also 10th Street. But when the city come in and annexed Dallas and brought in Oak Cliff, they did whatever they wanted to do. They changed the property lines. They cut out everything and gave you all kind of different uh, 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 deals on what you can do in your property. Yes, because at that time when it, it was called Hortz Ridge, uh, during that time. and uh, Yes, Breckin' Village. Yeah. Yes, sir. And uh, that was changing. That used to, that has been a black neighborhood, long as I can remember. That has, but uh, what's happening is you have some people nobody know who they are that's building these big houses down there, which lets you know is something is is something going on that might be sinister, very sinister down there because well, even you, as uh, as you stay on top of things, you don't know what's going on with that. With right, that's, that's it. We, I put out my book, Trash. We got new trash people down there. You can put out the book, Trash, on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be coming out. And your trash don't get picked up. 
but somebody else can put their trash out of money in advance. Don't get no fines. Don't get no tickets. And they still come by and pick it up. I call the sanitation people just to make sure I get a record of I'm calling in. When is the day we but, should do it? Before the 27th. I mean, th- there's, there's somebody at the sign to get the, these properties redone. Somebody, somebody's paying for this. Some, somebody's name is on something somewhere. Uh, 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 Reverend Barnett, I, I, you know, like I said, I, I brought I brought uh, District Four to you uh, a while back uh, and everything. When when you was at when you was at because I used to do your board for you. So it's no problem with that. It's just a it's just a learning experience on how the city has people put in position to make sure that your stuff is not up to date. Your stuff. Well, see, I live in District Four. Okay, I live in District 4, too. I live in the historic District 4. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, That's the Trinity River all the way to the Dallas Zoo. Now, well, if anybody else gets it, it's New No, I'm, I'm further south. I'm for uh, yeah, south, okay. well, deep, deep Polk Street. Uh, my my, dad, it, my it dad is. mama told me about the gateway before the gateway was even here. And then you can tell people about stuff, but people don't know what you're talking about. They think you're a fool. But the gateway is right there in your presence. My sisters and my brothers, daddy and mama told us, that this was going to happen. Now, you wanted to look up and look at these people, sell your property to these people, and you can't benefit from them. That's what America's supposed to be about. Benefiting. It's an economic thing to benefit because it's commercial. Turn your property into residential as far as, as far as restaurants. Turn your property into tourist attractions in your backyard. You still got over uh, XYZ of property in your backyard that you can easily turn in just like Bishop Art. And you can raise your money to fix your houses. The city is not going to do that. Yeah, I, I know there are certain things on. they're not going to do, and uh, certain things they can't really do. But uh, uh, if they can do more, uh, when the last time you talked to uh, a representative, the representative of uh, District Four? Uh, Reverend Burnett, I am a local artist, and and I'm not even known, but I do have my stuff out on the side of the curb. That was designed for the students of Townview, the N.W. Hardly, and the students that down at Everweave Run, the Recreation Center, to do some upcycling and some recycling for community service for those students in that area. And all of a sudden, that that plan is gone awry. So it's nothing well, wrong with me. My there's nothing wrong with me. My uh, uh, district attorney person, they know what's going on in that area before they got to it. That's just like the giraffe. When they talk about the draft, you want a park deck, and you don't want a park deck. Yeah. We didn't vote for a park deck. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, they think Kent Street didn't vote for a park deck. That's wrong. We voted for a park deck because we want the benefits of what's going on, too. But Do you think they parked deck was going to remove a lot of black people out of there and would be set up more for wealthy whites? No, no, it's, it's, it's more black people that moved in, more Hispanics moved in, the people that we got moving into these houses. But this there. is without it's, the Dick Park, right? They're a different, they're different uh, generation of people, but they're, they're black, Ethiopian, and, and stuff like that that's moving in. Mm. So there's no problem with that. It's, it's just all about a money thing. They're trying to make the people in the bottom and the people in 10th Street to feel like their houses are so bad, and the city's been working on these houses ever since I came in from college. On all these different, all these different groups, nonprofit group, come and paint your house and fix your level your house up in a week, and the paint, then the city put the paint on your house. The paint started peeling off, and then you, they they come up with a code compliance saying, "You're okay. like, well, I didn't paint this house." 
All right. So I got to go, Rem Bunny, but I appreciate you. And uh-huh. we did put you down we, uh, on a, on a, on this deal down here. You do have a space. I got 16 spaces out here with a pop-up market. And you do have a space. And Mr. E-Money that comes down, and I when I invited you down, he came down for, for that particular time. When you used to have E-Money on the show with a great show that you, E-Money used to do for you, beautiful, trying to get people together. This is the place that you can get together down at the bottom of 10th Street. I'll be working with the active uh, senior citizen person down at Eloise Lundy to bring this to fruition where you can come down and let these people talk to you and you get a chance to talk to them about what's really going on because we just own air. We need to see each other. All right. Something done. Thank you. My my spinach finally arrived. (laughs) Papa. Thank you. All right, Bonnie. All right. Let's close the line, 972-647-1893. All right. Who, who do we have here? So we have uh, the witness on uh, line four, the witness. The witness? Yes, witness, yeah. All right. Good morning, witness. Hello? Good morning, Reverend Preston. Friend, uh, good morning. Don't wanna, I, I don't want to... How you doing? All praise and glory to God, and and good morning to you, brother. I yeah. wanted to speak to the body, speak right. to the body of Christ about these serious times that we're in right now, or perilous times that we're living. And I just want to say that God is upset at America. God is upset at the world. God is upset about things that's going on. He is upset. And, and, and things about to unfold before our eyes, and I'll, I'll be able to tell you more. But my time is short. God has things He's doing in our eyes and unfolding our life. You, you think this stuff going on with China and and Putin is this fake? It's not. It's not true. What I'm saying is, look, China intends on bombing America with Putin. That's why Putin said you're going to feel so much fire. It's unreal. You can be a bear because he went to China. February the 4th for a closed-door meeting with the president of China. What was that about? About gas or, or about God or something? Do you think Russia and China are going to attack America? Exactly. Exactly. They want China to do I tell you what, you hang on hang him on to the line. We got a, we got a break here. But I won't have but a few okay. minutes left, but I'm going to talk to you. Okay. So hang on the line. He'll okay. put you on hold, and we'll be right back. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got it? Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the y'all know? All right, we're back. Uh, could you bring the, our last caller back on now? He was had some interesting things that he was seeing. Okay, he's back. He's back. Yeah. Are you there, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You say you believe China and Russia is going to attack America? Yes, sir. On the street, that he has a plan. The plan was this. This is not Putin. Putin is just the, 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 the decoy. The Ukraine is the decoy. They want to get America involved. They say keep. They, they, they doing all they can to get America involved. They, this is the plan. They. China has the plan of being the sole power of this earth, this world. China wants to roll roll over everything, but they're going to use Putin to kick it off. They want to be the, they had their had the platform at the Olympics to show their, their city and, and all that's going on in China. 
to get that out of the way, Gruden had to go in and had to meet at the meeting. Mm-hmm. And so, as soon as the Olympics were over, this is when it's going down. It went down just like as it's planned, and it's going down as it's planned. Mm-hmm. Future. The future. Are you speaking what you believe is in the Bible, or, or, or this is yes, something sir, you, you you summarize? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. This you believe China is that is that army with two hundred million soldiers? Yes, sir. You believe that's China? Yeah. Now, what separates China from Russia? I beg your pardon. What separates China from Russia? Oh, uh, water. No, I don't. <laughs> that's the thing. Russia is afraid of China. Uh, there's don't anything saying. separate them. And they got 200 million soldiers and they can come at any time. And America tells China, yeah, you might have 200 million soldiers, but you can't get them over here. So we okay. we have an ocean that separates us. Uh, but, but, but now, do you believe America is that eagle there in the book of Revelation? Uh, I beg your pardon? Do I believe what? America is the eagle. The eagle that shall uh, be a conqueror. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's just see the body of Christ. Listen, I was speaking about the strength that China is, 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 is really running it. This, they're, this, they're, they're playing. It because, listen, if they shoot at the United States and Putin shoot at the United States at the same time, and then that crazy man, Kim Jong Un, gonna jump in. This is this is a, this is the only way the new world order can come in back. With America gone, with America gone, that wow. in the new world order can take place. Well, now it's wait a minute. What about all the countries that back America? What they're going to be doing? You know what? China, when China hit America, they're going to hit UK. When when Putin puts America hit America, he's going to hit France. It's as simple as that. Them the only other than nuclear powers on earth. They hit them on surprise. I mean, it might be everybody might be sleeping this go down. It's going down. But trust God, the body of Christ. You don't think America's intelligence can, it wouldn't be aware of a nations like China? Mm. Oh, come on. Mm. Uh, Russia, okay, anybody it? attacking America? Okay, but I'm saying this. They, they try you don't believe those satellites America have in space is not watching uh-huh. these superpowers 24-7? Yes, sir. Hmm? It's like it's, it's like trying to shoot a bullet with a bullet. You try to shoot with a missile. Well, it takes thirty minutes. It takes thirty minutes. Listen, we have thirty minutes. If they launch it from, <laughs> we have 15, fifteen minutes. If they launch it from the sea. Well, now if they shoot lasers, that that moves at the speed of light, one hundred eighty-six thousand miles per second. Oh, my brother, I love you. Listen to me. I'm trying to give you something. That you can hold on to. It's true. God bless us. God bless America. I love you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. Thought I had something to share me. All right. 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Hike uh, is on the line two. Hike. Hike. Yes. All right. Good morning, Hike. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. That's, this is Ike. How you doing this morning? Yeah, good morning. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. go go ahead, Ike. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, Ron Barnett. Uh, uh, you were talking to a caller earlier, and he was talking about the police department. But uh, uh, sometimes we don't know whether we're fighting the police department or the police unions because 
as we try to govern the police department, uh, the police union seems to be so strong and, and they're really uh, tending most of these police departments into vigilantes instead of just officers. And when the guy called in, he didn't want to get off into what these police departments are doing. He just want to talk about the black police officers. But, mm-hmm. uh, and you asked the question about the district attorney over in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Now, last I heard, it was Sharon Wilson, which has been very, very unfriendly to black people. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, she's the one that filed uh, charges against Lee Meary, saying he didn't have a license to practice law in Texas. Uh, is, it a, is the chief of police over there a, a black woman? I, the chief of police? I don't know. You know, Prince Gerald was the chief of police, and he's not He stepped down here. Uh, well, he did more than step down. He probably got run out. But let me say well, this real fast. He's moment. gone wherever he is. Right. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. want to take up too much time, but I was listening at the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that uh, Joe Biden said at the State of the Union, mm-hmm. he's talking about these elections, and he's saying that he wants to pass something where they have to disclose who's funding their campaign. Because he knows what's going on with these campaigns. And uh, as we, right now, we're in the middle of an election, and now we're in runoff with certain people, and certain people are just waiting till November. But this is this gives us a chance to study the candidates. Do we do, the ones of us that do vote, we just vote on name recognition mm-hmm. and not on what. Their yeah, past performance, no, we don't, we don't, we don't look at past performances and then turn around and look like what they're saying about the future. No, most of our people, no, we don't vote like that, right? All right. But I, we got man, I don't know why you didn't get in until it's time for me to go off. I got to get out of here. All right, well, I'll yeah. call next time. I've been on hold for 30 minutes, uh, but uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. What it is. Oh, yes. It is what it is. Thank all of you for calling. Thank all of you for listening. And y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Hope to see you tomorrow morning, 930, on Facebook, Marion Cecil Barnett Sr. And uh, have church with Heavenly Joy Church tomorrow morning, 930, Facebook. Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with the line, y'all know. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better think about it or you won't be around. What we need is a little bit of love. Sent by one from heaven up above. Take a pity, it's simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying? What? Yep, yeah. Here we go. Your mom kick it for me one time. What is the world coming to? Seems like everyone is running from the truth. Yep, yep. We don't care.